Our next speaker here today is a really neat shop out in Los Angeles. Family Industries is started by Max and Alex. And um, I don't even know how I met you guys, but uh, they run an incredible shop, but not just any old shop. They do a ton, a ton of live printing, um, up to four, actually more than 400 events every single year um, for big companies like Nike, Adidas, and Apple, and um, VidCon, all these crazy events, and you can follow them on Instagram and see it, it's unbelievable. And they've completely turned that business on its head. And I've been watching other printers be able to try to get into this and wanting to scale it, and it's not as easy as just wheeling a press over. So I want to be able to introduce Max to come on up, be able to explain this business, how it has happened, and how you guys can help get into this too. Can we give a round of applause to Bruce, please? We appreciate everything, man. Yeah, thank you. He's always there for you. Live printing. How many people here have done an event? Live printed anywhere? Okay, I don't need to do this talk then, right? <laughs> what is live printing? It's pretty basic. You go to an event or on-site anywhere and you basically print shirts on-site. Nothing too crazy. Uh, why does it matter? It's kind of funny because it kind of ties back into what Ryan was talking about, uh, what Lucas was talking about. Uh, you're creating brand value um, and your instant gratification is kind of like the big thing right now and being on-site at an event is really something that creates instant, like, like it fulfills the instant gratification. Uh, on-site for people uh, versus getting a t-shirt from a shop ahead of them. <clears throat> Family industries. And if you guys have questions throughout this, I'd rather this be a conversational piece versus me talking at you. I don't like doing that, so. <laughs> it's not fun. So we started Family Industries in 2009. Um, both Alex and I lost our jobs the same exact week. Uh, we were screen printing on the side of our businesses every night. Um, and somehow, through serendipity, we both started doing screen printing at the same time and basically started our company up. Um, we do about 400 events a year. Um, we started with screen printing, um, but we've really expanded our offerings um, because companies come to us now and they want the next thing, so we're always kind of having to develop a new uh, on-site customization method. Um, so we do screen printing, screen printed posters, uh, on-site sublimation, we've developed a custom app and moderation tool so that people can design, you know, whether it's a mug or a water bottle um, or anything you can do with sublimation on-site. Um, we, we've been doing a ton of embroidery on-site. That's like the big thing this year for all the companies. They like monogramming, custom patches, that kind of stuff. Uh, digital posters, um, so we do full-size full, eight, full size 18 by 24 posters that people can design. Um, Buttons, curated experiences, so we'll, we'll design an entire experience for companies. Um, activations where we're combining various elements from the above. Um, print gun and app-based experiences. And an example of an app-based experience was one that we just did with Toyota for uh, Firefly Music Festival. Um, and they really want to get people into their cars on site at these music festivals that they're sponsoring. So I bring in a touchscreen, <coughs> a touchscreen tablet and let people choose their band lineup that they're going to go see at the music festival 
have it printed out as a tattoo and they get to put that on their arm on site at the music festival. So they get to walk away with their custom music lineup on their arm. So this is kind of something that we develop for these clients as we're, uh, as we're working with them. Kind of a short list of the various clients we work with. Um, it's kind of funny how we fell into it. I worked at a music marketing agency or a lifestyle agency um, and I brought live screen printing to one of their programs back in 2008 where we screen printed at different bars over the course of an entire year in a Toyota Matrix. And we would literally show up in a Toyota Matrix, park in front of the bar, pull out a screen printing press with hinge clamps, kind of similar to uh, what Rick was showing yesterday in his uh, slide. We'd put cardboard or uh, you know wood in the middle of a t-shirt and we'd just be printing them off. So it was pretty rudimentary. It kind of developed from there. I think we bought 8,000 of those 9,000 silver presses that Ryan said he sold. Does anybody have more than us? We bought a lot of those over the years, like, as we kind of kept going. Um, but, you know, so over the time, we kind of developed, you know, a good relationship with, with various clients. And, you know, they've come to us, which is pretty crazy. We don't really do much advertising or, you know, marketing to bring these clients in. So. Um, it's been, it's been a, a nice uh, market to be in, and it kind of goes back to what Ryan said, it's, a, it's like a blue ocean for us, is that we've kind of been able to create um, our own niche market, so. Do you work with a marketing firm? Or you we work with agencies a lot, yeah. uh, but we'll work directly with some of the companies as well. Um, you know, sometimes, like Hulu's in Los Angeles, and they want shirts for their employees, and they'll come in and have a spread on site. Um, uh, Cartoon Network will work directly with for, uh, you know, Comic-Con. Uh, Levi's. We're doing uh, events right now with Instagram uh, and YouTube and Facebook for VidCon. So we're three three different activations that we're doing right now today uh, in the past few days. So uh, it depends, but a lot of times it's, it's agencies. So we started off um, at that marketing agency I was talking about. That was my buddy Darren, and we went on tour with the Chemical Brothers um, in 2007. And that was the press. We were printing with water-based ink. <laughs> Didn't really work, but we were printing on official band merch. We, we kind of made it work. We had a heat gun, chart curing water-based ink with a heat gun. <laughs> uh, we eventually, Alex and I, became business partners. Darren was a, was a buddy that lived in the same apartment building as me. So Alex and I bought one of those blue magnet presses and kind of expanded the business a bit. That was one of our first events uh, as Family Industries uh, for Coachella uh, and Lucky Brand. And uh, those magnet presses were a disaster on site sometimes because you let a screen come back up and the magnets all release and your squeegees would go flying in every single direction. So don't use a magnet press on site. Um, and within a year, we were hired uh, by NBC Universal uh, for Comic-Con um, to print for Scott Pilgrim versus the world. And they had all the movie, you know, actors and stars come to print with us. So we had Anna Kendrick and uh, Michael Sarah and a couple other people all printing with us. The line for that was five hours. So people waited wow. in line for five hours to get a shirt. Wow. Uh, how many shirts do we have? Like 10,000 shirts or something like that? Yeah, 10,000 shirts, five presses. Yeah, we were still amateurs at that point. Now we could get that done in one day yeah. and it wouldn't be an issue. But at that point, it's kind of one of those new things. But it was, it was a really cool experience to be able to kind of go through that. Um, you know, now, now it's kind of expanded, um, whether we do gifting suites, um, increasing booth traffic at various <laughs> conferences and conventions. That's a big one that, you know, companies are looking for. Um, Just going back to that Comic-Con? Yeah. You did 10,000 hand printed shirts with people. Uh -huh. people. Yeah. 
Did the people print them or did you print them? We print them. Okay. But we're always printing directly for guests as they come. We do not set up tables. We do not put a barrier between the guests and ourselves. Okay. There, I've seen so many companies do that. Don't do that. People love seeing a shirt printed, and yeah. if you're if you're creating that barrier, it it takes away from what they're what they're going to get. Um, at conventions and conferences, they increase booth traffic. They get to get their information so they can get names, numbers, and emails so they can start conversations and dialogue. We've been doing a lot of embroidery, so I've been touring with uh, Bud Light and their Stitch Shop. How many design offers do you guys typically? Four. Four. Yeah, but I'll get into the the designs and kind of why. Uh, you know how to simplify it. Um, you know, sometimes we have multiple presses on site. Um, we did a full tour with Mercedes. Um, we do pop-up shops, um, and then we do um, some heat press with uh, patches and um, and heat transfers. And there's just a couple more photos of uh, different activations. This one we cut and sewed a custom cape for Xbox, and they had different designs so people could wear that around Comic Con, and it was a really effective activation because. People would see all these other people with, with capes on and want to go get a cape. <laughs> That's Comic Con. That's crazy. How many team members It depends on how many how many events we have per day. So in a weekend, say we have, you know, we've had 25 events in one single night. So then you have 30, 40 people that you need on site. Um, and it depends on how big the activation is. So if you scale it up, you're going to need more staff. Um, but we base staffing on, on kind of like the flat number of people that the, the, uh, our, our client is expecting to go through the activation. And then this is actually today, um, or yesterday, and same thing as today. So the guys are doing custom uh, jackets with patches and transfers and embroidery on, on uh, denim jackets for Instagram. Uh, Facebook is getting custom duffel bags. And then YouTube is doing socks, uh, hats, fanny packs, and uh, I think they're bucket caps. So it's just one of those things that that we kind of fell into, but we've been able to kind of jump into it first. So the embroidery, you guys uh, bring your equipment, mm -hmm. sell on site. Imagine you have like a big cargo trailer or something you haul everything in. Logistics, so we ship everything. Oh, okay. So we're a logistics company that we do. I just know those things are so finicky when you move them. Yeah, we have road cases that we built, so okay. we custom built cases for everything. So a couple like basic tips just to start. Start small. My, my top recommendation, I've seen a lot of businesses over the past 10 years. I know every single company who live screen brands for a while. I mean, you could ask Alex. I'm, I'm competitive, but I, I like to do my research. So I research every company who is online who would do live screen brands. I've seen a lot fail because they tried to go too big too fast. There's been a lot of companies who have posed as other companies and written to us trying to get quotes and get our pricing. I know when that is. I, I know when people try to do that. I'm always willing to help. If, if anybody has questions, just write, reach out to me. But starting small, don't do an event that is too big, 100 people. Just start it really, really simple. Uh, kind of goes into the start small. You want to test the waters. Test your setup. Make sure you have something that you're comfortable working with on site. <clears throat> Use your network that you already have in place. Um, Logo Daddy, uh, you're talking about you know, being in a rural, a rural area. Um, but you have you know, access to some of these clients who sponsor who said races and, and various things like that. That's who your client is. You want, to, you want to get to the sponsors of these events because they're going to either go to you to print shirts ahead of time or you can do it on site and charge more. So what you can do is you can give them the brand 
va your, the value you're creating for the brand to go on site by printing on site. And then have a plan, which is kind of the rest of the, the talk here. Seriously, start small. <laughs> um, why, why live print? Advertising and marketing. There's no better way to advertise your business than being on site and talking directly to people who are customers. Um, we're a white label company, which means we do not brand anything on site when we're on site. We don't have our logo anywhere. But it gives us the opportunity to talk to people directly when they ask us, hey, who are you guys? What are you doing here? A lot of times, uh, while people reach out after an event and contact us to either do more events or print shirts on site. But there is a ton of opportunity for advertising and marketing. Um, and also people put you up on social media all the time. So they're, they're taking pictures and you're immediately you know, uh, spread out to thousands of people. Uh, new leads, people give you business cards when you're on site. Hey, I need shirts for this or do you guys print one shirt? And then of course you nod and say, yeah, sure. sure. <laughs> yeah. Um, and again, this is the one that everybody's been talking about this, is a, this entire week, um, creating brand value. You're creating brand value for your customer. And I think that's really important right now. Um, and you create brand value for yourself as well. Uh, we've traveled um, all over the world, printing live. Um, so you get a really good opportunity to, to see new places. Um, you know, Hawaii, Europe, um, <coughs> cool one is in Mexico City, we've been there a couple times. Went to the Dominican Republic, though I don't know if I'd want to go there now with all the deaths. Um, <laughs> So travel is a, is a big upside, so you get paid vacations everywhere. And of course, it's a new revenue stream. Um, live events can range anywhere from $1,700 that we've done locally um, you know, to $200,000, $300,000 campaigns. So you can really spread it out. If a commercial products distributor has that you know, end-user relationship, are you an option that they can come to for like as a kind of a contract decoration basis? Uh, we typically don't do that. Um, we've done that one or two times, but we prefer to work directly with our, like, our agencies, um, just kind of how we're set. We're, we're basically an on-site customization agency. We have a full print shop as well, um, but we're, we're typically working directly with, with a client on that. Um, but we've done a couple recently with that. How do you prepare? I mean, how do you, do you have one shirt per person, two shirts per person? How do you know what to have ahead of time? Um, so if we're doing an event that's like Comic-Con or an event like uh, Instagram or whatever, um, they'll say they have a head count for an event. So we know coming in there's going to be 300 people. Um, you're going to get a size breakdown of shirts. People don't care if they get the wrong size. It's, it's just like maybe if, if it's one size off. Um, but you kind of prepare on a, on a per head fee um, when you're coming in and, and you get everything ready to go based on that. And I'll have some more on that too. The person that hired us thinks 500 people are going to show up. They ordered 500 shirts. 100 show up and they got 400 extra shirts. How do you deal with that um, So we put something in our, our invoices saying that um, we charge for 500 no matter what. Because what, what happens is you're staffing for 500 people. So what we say is we will go, then go back to the shop and we'll print additional shirts for you for your event. But we're still going to charge you for printing. So that way you can kind of protect yourself in a situation like that. <coughs> How are your prices different, live print versus like in your print shop? Uh, live printing is a lot more. <laughs> because it, because it's it, it, it's a it's a premium service when you come outside, you know. 
you base it on shirt or you base it on here's my fee to show up and print? Uh, it's it's tough to say exact like the exact pricing, but we come out to a per head cost. We okay. gotta take everything into consideration. And they give you a basic, they give you a starting number on quantity. Of yeah, exactly. Uh, so why not uh, event management? I don't know if anybody's been in a, the event world here, but um, everything is last minute. Um, people are really picky. Take your regular client and make it 10 times worse with an, like an event planner or the event world. Um, a lot of cooks in the kitchen um, to get designs approved. Sometimes you're not you know, getting a design until the day of an event. We have one with the Lion King uh, on Tuesday for the movie premiere and we're not getting the designs for that until Tuesday morning and we have to be on site and two hours after that. So. You really have to, and you gotta manage staff. So you gotta have you know staff on site. So there's there's the event management side. A basic kit is pretty cheap to get into, but once you start scaling up, you can you can spend money pretty fast because eight thousand silver presses cost a lot. <laughs> <laughs> um, for a situation where your client's not giving you last minute, is that like rush charge or any? Yeah, you kind of do it similar as a rush charge. Um, the good thing about that event is a sublimation and our app is pretty easy to build out so we're not burning screens or anything like that. But you're still waiting, you still gotta design things around it, make sure everything's sized properly so you don't wanna show up to site and not be prepped. So you say y'all use water basing or y'all like burning 10 screens per? per we just, do, we use Plastisol now. Oh. Yeah, we did that first event as water based and that was a mistake. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> we're talking about uh, equipment. So what type of dryers are you guys using on these things? Because if you're doing you know, these little dryers I'm seeing for live printing events. Yeah, we use flash dryers and flash pallets. Really? Yeah, because, because what you can do with that is you can keep talking to a guest. When you have a dryer, you lose that guest immediately. And what you want to do is you want to engage people. That's, that's where the win is. So it's just a flash cure. Yep, but it, it cures everything. So that we, it's single color designs. Right. So are you charging the customer that's getting the shirt or is the event paying for the shirt? The event's paying for it. So basically think of it as like a, a company comes to your shop and they want to get shirts printed ahead of time for an event or say it's a run or say something, you know, just in general. Instead of them paying to have shirts printed in our shop, they have us come out on site and print on site to, to create that traffic. Do you think your sublimation printer there? Yeah, but we have a we just use a basic smaller uh, sub printer. Yeah. It's time consuming. Uh, we have one full time staff who's basically booking all of our logistics uh, and hotel travel, and then another one, another one or two who are on the road, but then they come back and they're basically having to redo all of our kits, so things that are shipping in and out. Uh, it takes a lot of time to book all the events as well, so. We're kind of like a touring uh, booking agency, almost in a way. Like, like I, I know a lot of people here have played music and, and toured. It's basically that constantly. From getting gear, our gear goes from location to location, and we have to keep track of the spreadsheet where things are going. There's a steep learning curve once you start getting into the other activations, uh, and you got to have trained staff. Um, that's time consuming, and a lot of times these staff aren't full time because they may be in a different city or they're different places, but you need to train them. Tell us about the time your equipment didn't arrive on time. <laughs> I got that comment in the mistake section. <laughs> There's been a few of them. Yeah. Oh shit, you've been hired for an event. <laughs> That's the same thing I said here for this event. Uh, this was for the, it's hard to see this photo, but behind it, uh, we were invited to print for the opening of the Plano, Texas uh, Toyota facility. Um, and they wanted for us to print 5,000 shirts in four hours. So we did. Uh, 16 screen printer presses, 25 staff, and we finished early. <laughs> With flash drives?
With flash drives. Oh, yeah. Right. Flash Palace. Wow. You can use them. But is it your staff that's doing the printing? Mm -hmm. the yeah. Doing we did the printing. But they come up to us and they'll tell us what design they want. If it's a smaller curated event, let people print. But if it's if it's something that's highly trafficked, you want to make sure that you're getting through people as many as possible. Are these full-time staff members? Uh, some of them are. Yeah, some. Yeah, we we have full-time staff. Yeah. On some on something like that where you have ten thousand shirts that quick, how much are you focused on? Like you said, you want to flash and keep them there talking to them. How much are you trying to keep it moving? Well, the good thing with a flash, uh, with with the flash palette spinners, is that you can have a uh, shirt curing while you're printing somebody else's shirt. So you're engaging two people, and once the one shirt's done, sometimes we'll do uh, overlapping designs or multiple locations. It's easy to keep talking to people and keep your yourself in a rotation. So the problem with it, I mean, the dryer, yeah, it cures the shirt, but the problem is that you lose that person. And how do you keep track of all these shirts going through? So uh, I prefer the other method. Like we talked about, you're gonna prep everything ahead of time. Um, everybody has a different setup, so I don't want to get too much into like what you're prepping. But if you're if you're a shop, you know what you have. You have your gear. You tape your screens. Um, you know, make backup screens. Um, make sure your inks are all set and ready to go. Um, if you're traveling with inks, wrap them properly. We've had a few times when ink explodes into our you know our, our road gear. Um, that's never fun to clean up. Anything that's backup, make sure that you have power on site when you drive to an event. <laughs> uh, less is more. I've seen these shops bring out these full, you know, six floor presses. Don't do it. You're going to waste more time setting up and, and tearing down. The whole point of this is to be on site, be nimble, be fast. Um, make sure you're you're advancing your your needs. Um, power, lighting. If you're outside, shade. Um, you may provide it, or the client may provide it. A lot of times, we're asking for the client to provide this stuff since they're uh, their agencies and they're setting up kind of the overall scope of the event. Perfect your setup. Set, up, set it up in your shop and, and have a good flow. Um, what may work well for us may not work well for you, but you may have a setup that works better than what we do. Uh, and then of course, uh, the apparel or imperables. Um, you know, people tend to like like a Bella canvas or next level shirts, basic. Um, and it's easy to upsell this a bit when you're, when you're live printing. And of course, check all of your gear. Uh, and then check it again because you know do not want to show up with gear missing. Designs. This is the one that I'm I'm pretty adamant about, uh, and that I will always talk to our clients about as well. Single color designs. It gives you more options uh, for people to choose from, um, but you're also uh, making things a lot easier for you when you're curing your ink. Um, you don't need flat. Uh, you don't need palette adhesive. Uh, you don't need anything like that. It keeps it simple. Um, and people still like getting a single color design. They didn't know a two color design existed. They're never going to ask you for a two color design site. So single color designs could be effective. So that's that's one one thing to take away from it. How does that work with sorry with the evolution of your clients? You know, like you said, wanting to do something new, different, fresh. I'm sure they've said, hey, we've been doing single colors for years. Let's you know spice it up. What's your response there? Um, giving them multiple locations for printing, or if you do single color designs, you can overlap it. Um, this kind of is more in regards to screen printing. Um, you know, with sublimation, obviously you got full color, um, and with patches or transfers and things like that, you can kind of expand on that a bit. But for screen printing, single color designs. The illusion of choice. How many of you have sat watching Netflix, trying to pick a movie, and an hour later you look at your wife or significant other, and you have not picked a movie yet? What the hell are we doing? We just spent an hour looking for a movie, and now we're too tired to watch a movie. That's what happens when you have too many designs on site. People cannot choose. 
That also comes, comes into play with t-shirt colors. Keep it simple, one or two t-shirt colors. Um, when you have six colors, people take 10, ten minutes to choose that they want to try on every size, every color. It's not worth it. We'll do dark with light too, but you just got to let people know that it's going to be, it looks, you know, yeah. it's not going to have the full vibrancy that it would. Yeah. But they don't have an issue if you kind of do vintage designs. This one is like uh, uh, nails on a chalkboard to screen printers. <laughs> but it's true. You still want to, you want to keep quality there, but speed is the key when you're on site. You want to make sure that you don't keep people waiting for too long. Uh, we're, we're generally trying to turn out uh, a person a minute, uh, and sometimes faster than that. Um, and then don't make image sizes too big. Uh, we've seen that too, where you gotta send it through the dryer. Uh, you wanna make sure that you're keeping your images uh, nice and clean. Keep it simple. In all honesty, people care more about seeing the screen printing press head spin around than pretty much anything else. So if you're, if you're showy with your, with your setup on site, people are going to come over and say, oh, this is, this is cool. So some of our guys will sit there, specifically one of our printers, Maxwell, will just spin it around and people come by and they want to see it. So make it a spectacle. You're, you're, you're really presenting a show. You want people to come over, see what's going on, and you want to create like, that engagement. Don't overthink it. Don't get too technical. Um, as screen printers, you always want to be, you know, perfect with where placements are going or, you know, what ink colors you're doing. Um, you want to match pantones of a client, that's one, but I, I just really think you do not want to overthink what you're doing on site. Uh, this goes back to the gear uh, setup, easy in, easy out. If you have light gear, um, you can get into an event more quickly and leave an event more quickly, and then you have less hours on site, so easy in and easy out. Uh, happy guest, happy client. I think that one's self-explanatory. How do you do uh, crowd control? Like that line that's five hours long. But how do you make sure that? You know? Well, once you create a line, people are in line. It's it's you you have to create a line at first, and once there is that line in place, there'll be a line for the rest of the time. If you start off and you just let it let people come to you, you're screwed. Okay. So you want to make sure there is that line in place, and when people see that line, oh cool, there's a line. So. Customer engagement is the key to live printing. So that's, again, going back to it. Don't block yourself off from the people coming through these events. You want to engage them as you want to. Don't put a table in between yourself. So do you put one person standing there talking to people while you got a guy printing? Because I can see some guy that's got this concept of this grand t-shirt line and he just wants to pick your brain and ask you a question. Sure, sure. I don't know if any of you guys have seen some of those videos out there, the screen printers are on YouTube. We call them the Baconator. <laughs> um, this guy, he's got a, he's gonna order 10,000 shirts, but he just wants to get 12 to start. <laughs> so it's crazy. Right. So I can see a lot of that. So, I mean, so what, somebody there. So what we do is we have uh, one of our staff, will hand out the shirt sizes to the people as they're coming through the line. And then it, when the press opens up, they'll send them to that person. So you have somebody who's kind of like a gatekeeper, and then that person comes over. Yeah, so yeah. <clears throat> you're, engaging, you're engaging these people multiple times when you're on site. Okay. Again, this is the takeaway of this whole thing. So if you're on site, customer engagement is the key. <coughs> Other things. Uh, scaling up for a larger crowd, if somebody gets in contact with you or you're pitching this to a client, don't underestimate what you're going to do per hour. 60 shirts per hour, and then if you need to do more than that, you're going to need another screen printing press or another setup on site. 
So just make sure that you're not overselling what you can do. Event insurance, uh, this is a big one. Uh, make sure you have a COI. Uh, and if I'm sure a lot of you guys have an insurance agency you're working with for your business already. They can supply this. So you reach out to them, you let them know who needs to be covered, you show up on site, you need to have this. This is, this is necessary. So every event we do, we have to send out a COI to our clients. <clears throat> Logistics, like I was saying, we're, we're wrapping pallets, we're sending things out. Um, figuring out where, how you're gonna get your gear to site is a big thing, um, whether it's a trailer, uh, whether you're shipping, whether you're throwing in the back of a car. Um, you just wanna make sure that you have this set up ahead of time. Travel, if you're booking travel to another location, uh, think about that in your costs. And again, everything is last minute. Things will change. You show up on site and the power's not ready to go. Um, it may be crazy weather. I've had a situation where they say, hey, we're gonna have 1,000 people at this event, and you show up and there's 2,000 people at this event. We have, but it's, it's one of those things, first come, first serve. It creates demand that way. So people are lining up, they want that shirt, they're gonna come get it. And we've had people who, are, who come after we're done setting up, we're all packed up. Oh man, you guys are done? <laughs> Alex knows this morning. It's the worst. And then, well, can you just set it up for one more shirt? <laughs> Are you crazy? You should have caught, oh, but there's a line. Yeah, well, you missed that. Uh, and mistakes happen. Forgetting gear. Uh, we were, Alex and I were actually printing in Chicago uh, at, uh, what's the venue? Metro. Metro, for a band of horses. And we are doing a poster event. And we had just finished printing. We were living the life. We were just hanging out, listening to Band of Horses. And we had a call from one of our teams uh, who was printing for Stanford University. And they said, where the hell are the squeegees? And we realized that we didn't pack any squeegees for the event for Stanford. Luckily, these guys are kind of, uh, they're builders. So they made some, some squeegees out of cardboard for this one. <laughs> didn't really work out too well. But don't forget your gear. And that goes back again. Check your gear multiple times. Yeah, they, they, it was crazy, but they did it. They pulled off, like I think it was like one of the two, like the designs. Yeah, they just taped it together and it was able to push to the screen. And, uh, yeah. yeah, but don't forget your gear. Um, equipment breakdown, uh, flash dryers, you know, things on site, you know, just be prepared. Make sure that you have tested this gear ahead of time. Um, it, you know, you never know when something's going to go wrong. A power outage. Uh, we were printing on site for Amoeba Music, which is a big music store in LA for the record store day. And their power went out on stage, and we were uh, flash carrying the shirts. And for about five or ten minutes, nobody knew that the power was kind of going out. You still check the shirts and whatnot, but uh, about, I don't know, 30 to 40 shirts didn't cure all the way because the power went out and the flash dryer had, had tripped the circuit. So we had to reprint shirts uh, for the client afterwards. And that goes to the ink that hasn't been cured. Uh, weather issues. Uh, we're just on site um, with Sprint for a tour for the Gold Cup. And two of the events were close to being canceled because the wind and, and weather was just too crazy. Um, so always be prepared for weather issues, have your gear covered. Uh, and misprints. Surprisingly enough, uh, customers on site don't mind misprints quite as much. Um, so this is, this is the one that people always ask us, and I can't really tell you how much to charge, uh, but I can kind of give you some, some ideas and um, breakdowns of what you can try to charge for your client. First, you need to pick your business model. Um, are you a flat, race com flat rate company or a sales-based company? We don't sell on-site at events. We never have. Um, 
we charge our client for what we're worth to come on site. Uh, there's a lot of businesses who go on site to races or uh, you know soccer tournaments or things like that, and they sell on site. So we're the flat rate one. Uh, that's our business model. We're sticking to it. We don't we don't charge on site. Uh, there are no pricing parameters in place for live printing. Um, it's kind of a, a free market right now. Um, we've seen a lot more companies kind of kind of come into it. Um, so there's a lot more local options now, whereas before we'd get flown into to some smaller cities to print on site. Keep your hard costs in mind. Um, staffing, travel, shipping, supplies, apparel, uh, those are all things you need to put into your formula when you're creating uh, cost for a live event. Uh, value add-ons. We always try to sell our customers on a, on a pre-print, a sleep print. You got 5,000 shirts, let's add a sleep print of your logo ahead of time so that the designs you're giving the customers are more fun and they don't have to have a logo on them. Uh, or you can you know, give it a little bit more of a, uh, a nice look. So you can add on to your invoice by adding in 5,000 preprints if you've got a, a bigger event. Uh, it's a premium service, so price it that way. Don't, don't go too low, you're gonna put yourself out of business if you price too low. Uh, different types of events that you guys could probably get into, street fairs. Uh, we do probably six bar mitzvahs a month uh, in Los Angeles. Um, we've done weddings, uh, pop-ups, openings, gallery events. Uh, conventions and conferences. If if you guys have you know any companies that you work with who who you print for and they go to a convention conference, that's a big one. Uh, increasing their booth traffic is is number one. They want to collect user data, and that helps collect user data. Um, and that's the one we focus on: experiential marketing. Um, and Lucas yesterday was talking about the same thing, uh, but that's our main clientele. Uh, managing an event, that's a short line for shirts. We can get through that in five to 10 minutes. So the person in the back of the line, getting to the front of that screen printing press is gonna wait no longer than five to 10 minutes. They could talk to their friends, have a drink, get to the front. Drunk people at events are crazy. <laughs> <laughs> uh, when you're on site, become best friends with the event producer because you're gonna need something and they're gonna need something from you. So make sure that you, you become best friends. Uh, design a print menu. People need to see what they're printing or what they have the choice of. So make sure that you have that clear. Uh, create a line. Like I said before, moths to a flame. People see a line and they will wait in line. And no matter what it is, they see that line, they're gonna go get in line for that. Again, print directly for the guests. Stay calm and always be kind because everybody there is a customer. Uh, you never know who's gonna hit you up later for shirts. You, you never know. Uh, do not use the code check system. That means do not have people come back later to pick up their shirts. It's a mess. How are you gonna organize things on site? You're gonna need two extra staff. Get the shirts out when you're printing them. Uh, keep your space clean and clear. You gotta be professional on site and be proactive. So if there's an issue or you see something arising, make sure you're taking care of it ahead of time. Uh, if the client needs shirts for their, for their, uh, you know, their CEO or something like that, take care of it uh, before the event. Ask them if they need shirts for their office, whatever it may be. So the moral of the story, live printing is a great revenue stream if you can dedicate the time to growing your offerings. If it's not, find your niche to build extra income. If you set up a live printing event and the weather is bad, are you still getting paid for the event? How do you work that with your customers? Yeah, so we're, we're set. So once that contract is signed, we're, if we're on site or we're, we're getting you know, ready to go on site, then we're, we're going to get paid. 
we have kill fees, so sometimes we'll work with an agency, and then like for some reason it gets cut. Then sometimes we'll have a kill fee for an event that we that we build into it. Um, I've looked at this. I've considered it. Something that is a concern of mine is you have like one of these small entry level presses there, and people start seeing that and they think, oh, well, that's how they do it. They don't know back at your shop you've got a hundred thousand dollar machine sitting, and they just think, does it? They love the experience. They love to see how it's printed, and they just assume that's always how it's done. Do you think it kind of lessens the value of our trade? No, because I think it it it, it shows it to more people. Because ninety nine percent of people have never seen how it's printed. Right. So when they see how it's printed, it kind of is like magic to them. Yeah. Um, and just because they see it doesn't mean that they can do it. So they can go try it, and right, right. they're going to fail. And then they're going to say, hey, you know what? I'm going to go back to the guy that I met because his shirts are much better than mine. Yeah. <laughs> we got an event uh, in August with 7,000 people. So I guess my question is, can we have lunch today? <laughs> sure. Yeah. 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 So what you, you mentioned like the engagement is so important uh, like several times. And a lot of people. Uh, that I've seen live printing are just not very engaging, you know. So they just go up there and they're, you know. So how do you hire and staff these guys? How do you train them to be engaging? Because that's a hard thing. You find people like you find people who, you know, you, you talk to through through various resources that can be that engaging. I mean, being in LA, there's a lot of people like that. Just that, you know, just knowing the industry there. So you find a lot of people who you can engage with there and. Um, that's one thing that if, if you're not, we kick you out. You're not part of the team. So we, we really try to you know get that on site. It's really engaging. So when you have the shirts left over, do you take them back to your shop or do you let the customer keep them and then they bring them back to you later? Um, so it depends on an event. So say you have 10 shirts left over at the end of the night, print them right there, give them to the client, ask them which designs they want. Say you have 100. They say, hey, we're, we have 100 shirts left over. Do you guys want to keep them? Do you want us to take them and print them back at the shop? We'll send you the cost of, of printing other designs on them or printing the designs from the event on them. Do you have like a time limit at your shop? Because I mean, it's going to take up space in your shop. Sure. Uh, usually, usually we'll try to get it printed within two weeks because if we, we still have the screens there and we just need to knock out a few, then we'll just use those screens. Uh, what tools besides, obviously, Contavo do you Track of all of it. Uh. We were using Basecamp, but we switched over to Monday because um, it's easier to see in kind of a list. We use uh, a lot of Excel spreadsheets with within the, the live team, so you know type of event, uh, staffing, like all the stuff. So it's like this big, big spreadsheet with all the events lined up, where the gear is going, uh, and whatnot. But Monday we're we're implementing this. We all kind of add into it. So the logistics guy will see the shipping. Um, you know, I'll add in the new events, or uh, one of the other, other guys will add in events that he's booking. So um, everybody kind of sees it. This man Ryan right here has a press for you. <laughs> no, seriously, we. Yeah, we've customized some of the presses from from Ryan. Um, there's a lot more people that want to do that. Yep. My space is so limited, and my equipment's not Yeah, all you need is ten by ten. Thank you.
they were great. So are you taking single head? We have, we have some double, we have two units where we're having printers on both sides. So it's two heads down. Um, six color, four color, just depends. You're still getting four, so like even though it's a one color design, you set the same screen up like four times? Uh, four, it could be four different options. Whatever they want to do is a combination. Um, they could put in four single color designs. If they want to do the same design that's four colors, they can do that too. Um, it just really depends on how you. So your, your backup is not already set up. You've got another set of screens in the trailer still. You know, we don't bring, uh, in all honesty, we don't bring backups much. Um, I probably haven't had a screen pop on me uh, in a long time, uh, but we don't really bring backups. Do you see any events inside the um, We do print events inside. Um, typically, we try to get people to go 100% cotton. Um, just because on-site it prints a lot better overall um, for just various purposes. Now you said that you don't class this all up, like you're looking at your portfolio clients and it's like some of those appreciate a lot of it and it doesn't really mean anything at all. You know, they don't really mind. And when you have single color prints, you can, and on a, a lighter colored shirt, you get pretty minimal feel. So I, it's never too much of an issue. My time's up, but if you have questions, one last one. Okay. Would you be willing to print for an event next year for about a thousand people in Chicago called Print Hustlers 2017? <laughs> <laughs> All right. Bring bring out some new gear out here. So yeah, we'll do it. Thank you.